Welcome to the Merkel Treehouse. It's Sunday, April 30th, 2023, and I am your host, Audrey Merkel. We have some exciting contributions for today, but first we'd like to introduce a new segment. Bitcoin on the march. Jan 3 CEO Samson Mao spoke to Mexico's Congress about the three main paths for a nation to adopt Bitcoin. These include adding it to the nation's treasury as a reserve asset, issuing a financial instrument like a Bitcoin bond, and enacting laws to make it legal tender. Former U.S. Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard has been announced as a speaker at the upcoming Bitcoin 2023 conference in Miami next month. Bitcoiners have delivered 124 copies of the Dutch version of the Bitcoin standard to the Flemish parliament in Brussels. Now to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals. Satoshi? The Bitcoin network hash rate is at a current level of 355 exahashes, up from 195 exahashes one year ago. This is a change of 82.07%. The Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 48.71%, up from 29.79 one year ago. This is a change of 63.5%. It looks like the state of the Bitcoin network is mighty strong. Thank you, Satoshi. And now on to Clown World. The next domino to drop in America's banking crisis looks to be First Republic Bank, as regulators rush in to rescue the $200 billion institution. Morton Anger is standing by with details. Morton? Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Morton Anger. And having hitched a ride with a friend who is transporting chickens to the West Coast, I am en route to San Francisco, the headquarters of First Republic Bank. I'm absolutely disgusted by the latest news of yet another bank failure in our country. It seems like every other week, we're hearing about yet another bank that's on the brink of collapse, leaving the common people to suffer the consequences. The fact that J.P. Morgan Chase and Company and PNC Financial Services Group Our bidding to buy First Republic Bank after it's expected to be taken over by the government is appalling. This move to consolidate is putting more power into the hands of the already too powerful big banks, and it's only going to hurt the average person even more. It's time for us to demand a change. We can no longer sit idly by while the banks continue to fail, and the government continues to bail them out. This is not the America that I know and love. The America that I know and love is one where hard-working people can keep their money in a bank without the constant fear of losing it all. We need to demand a new monetary system, one that works for us, the people. We need a system that's based on sound money principles, one that's not constantly manipulated by big banks and corrupt politicians. It's time for us to take back control of our money and demand that the banks be held accountable for their actions. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to rise up and demand change. We cannot continue to let the big banks and corrupt politicians dictate our financial future. It's time for a new monetary system, one that works for us and not against us. For now, be your own bank. Buy Bitcoin and good day. Thank you, Morton. I appreciate your resourcefulness, but I think the treehouse can afford for you to fly on JetBlue or something. No, 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 no. Audrey, enough is enough already. Ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome the Merkle Treehouse's Director of Sales, Vinny the Sales Guy. We're under budgetary restraints right now, Audrey. You know this. Listen, Morton's a good man and he'll do what it takes to get the story. But I won't sit back and say nothing when I'm scrimping over here and he's lounging on a jet blue flight. Vinny, Morton is our flagship contributor here at the Treehouse. 
Without him, we lose much of our credibility as a news disseminator. We should at least make sure he's comfortable. Don't forget also, you made a deal with Eli to give him all the streamed Satoshis and boosts for Bitcoin Unleashed. We dumped lots of bread into that production and I was expecting big sales. But oh, that Eli, that little rapscallion, I don't know how he does it. Listen, let me take this opportunity to address the audience. My friends, I gotta be honest with you guys, times are tough. Ad sales at the Merkel Treehouse have not been as brisk as we figured. We've got Morton in a chicken truck, for goodness sake, already. Can't you see we're struggling over here? I admit we blew our wad on the studio accommodations and equipment, but I'm not here to make excuses. I'm here to ask for your help. I'm the sole provider for my wife and five beautiful children. When I'm not making commissions, I count on all the stream satoshis and boosts we can get. Vinny Jr. has a mouth full of crooked teeth like a shark who's been chewing on rocks. But you know what? That's my boy, and I love him no matter what. I just gotta find a way to get him to a good dentist, you know? But I don't give up that easy. I'll do whatever it takes to take care of my family. And that's why I'm here, selling ad space for the Merkel Treehouse. It's not easy, but it's worth it if I can provide for my kids. Like little Apollonia. She is starting to walk pigeon-toed. Her shoes are so small, she really needs a new pair. So I'm begging all of you. You can't see me, but I'm on my knees right now, my friends. As I said, I've got a wife and six kids to feed. That's why I'm begging you from the bottom of my heart to stream Satoshis and send Boost through a Podcast 2.0 app. It may not seem like much to you, but to me and my family, it means the world. And I'm not just talking about me and my seven children. I'm talking about the whole team here at the Merkel Treehouse. We put our hearts and souls into this podcast, and we want to keep bringing you guys the best content out there. But we can't do it without your help. And we can make a deal, too. You want Audrey to wish your boyfriend a happy birthday on the show? Motha's Day is coming up. You want Pinto Pete to sweet-talk your mother? Send us a boost with a message. As long as it's appropriate, I'm sure we can come to an arrangement. So show us some love and support by streaming Satoshis and sending boosts. You won't regret it, and we'll be forever grateful. Thanks for listening, and grazie mille, my friends. Vinny, thank you for stopping by. Folks, things aren't quite as dire as Vinny portrays. All we really want is for you to listen to every episode and share with all your friends. Your comments and ideas are welcome. DMs are open at Merkel Treehouse on Twitter. And finally, we are big proponents of the value-for-value model. So if we've made you laugh, think or taught you something new, please return the favor in the form of Satoshis. We'll have information about Value for Value and Podcast 2.0 in the show notes. Now let's wrap this one up with part three of Professor Pinto Pete's Bitcoin white paper lecture series. We send you now to Out on the Range. Pinto, take it away. Howdy y'all, it's me again, Pinto Pete, and welcome back to the Bitcoin white paper lecture series. This here is part three. Now last time we dove deep into the nitty gritty details of transactions. But today we're going to talk about how these transactions get packed into blocks. The solution the white paper proposes begins with something called a timestamp server. This server takes a hash of a block of items to be timestamped and then widely publishes that hash. Pinto, what in the world is a hash? Well, Curly, a hash is the output of data that is run through a special algorithm. Imagine you got a big old pot of chili simmering over the fire. You put in all sorts of ingredients like ground beef, tomatoes, onions, beans, and spices. 
And once you got it all cooked up, you want to make sure that nobody has messed with your recipe. You can think of a hash as how your chili tastes after cooking. It's a special code that's generated by running your recipe, or in this case, your data, through a special algorithm. Just like how your chili recipe creates a delicious bowl of chili, the algorithm creates a unique code for your data. But here's the important part. If you change even just one little thing in your recipe, the taste of your chili will change. And if you change even just one little thing in your data, the hash will be completely different. So if somebody tries to change your recipe or your data, the hash will show that something's not right. In the case of Bitcoin, each transaction is hashed using a special algorithm called SHA-256. This creates a unique code for each transaction, which is then added to the time chain for all to see. And because the hash is unique to each transaction, it makes it very difficult for someone to change the data without being detected. So you see, Curly, a hash helps keep things secure and tamper-proof. Just like how you wouldn't want anyone messing with your chili recipe, you don't want anyone messing with your Bitcoin transactions. Now this timestamp proves that the data or transactions in the case of Bitcoin must have existed at that specific time to get into the hash. And get this, each timestamp includes the previous timestamp in its hash, forming a chain. Each additional timestamp added reinforces the ones before it. So the idea is to collect all the transactions that have been publicly broadcast and organize them into blocks. These blocks are then timestamped and run through a SHA-256 hashing algorithm, which essentially turns them into a unique string of characters that identify that particular block of transactions. And here's where it gets real smart. Each new block refers back to the previous one in the chain by using the hash value, which makes sure everything is in chronological order. This is what makes the time chain so powerful. It's a chain of blocks all linked together in time. Now don't go thinking that this timestamp server is run by some bigwig in a fancy office. Oh no siree. Traditional timestamp servers are all centralized, but the beauty of the Bitcoin timestamp server mechanism is that it's decentralized. But if some bigwig in a fancy office isn't adding blocks to the time chain, who is? That's a good question, Slowpoke. And the short answer is, Bitcoin miners. But really, this is where proof of work comes in. We'll get into the nitty-gritty of how that works next time when we talk about adding blocks to the time chain. So be sure to check in next time, y'all. Thank you kindly for listening. Thank you, Pinto. Proof of work is what holds the whole thing together. So please be sure to tune in on Wednesday for part four of Pinto Pete's Bitcoin White Paper Lecture Series. And that does it for episode 19 of the Merkle Treehouse, folks. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the best in Bitcoin mindshare. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band. Brothers and sisters, this is the good Reverend Smith. Enjoy your Sunday and spread the word to all your family and friends about the Merkle Treehouse. God bless you all. <laughs>